Hey guys, welcome uh, to another episode of our very sporadic uh, podcast uh, here at Cultivate. Uh, it's been a couple weeks since we've uh, recorded an episode. Um, this is Jay. I'm here uh, by myself again, but um, uh, here with a question. So, do you ever wish you could have a do-over? Um not that what you did was bad, but you you think about it after the fact. And you're like, man, I wish I had said this. I wish I'd, um, you know, I, I could go back and change this. I, I was I was having one of those moments this morning. Um, for whatever reason, I was thinking about uh, last week's sermon, the good news uh, from John 21, where Jesus encounters Peter. And they're, uh, uh, it's typically called Peter's restoration. Um where Jesus asks if he loves him, and he's, he calls him to feed his sheep. We preached on that on Sunday. And um, it's not that that it was bad news. I think it was good news. But uh, as I was thinking about that encounter again this morning, I think God shared some additional good news. And I thought, oh, my first reaction was like, man, I wish I, had, I wish I had a platform to share that. Or I wish I had gotten that message last week so that I could have shared that. Um, but then I thought, man, you know, <clears throat> uh, we have this podcast, um, we have new opportunities to share whatever God's doing, God's present and at work every day, which means today. And so why not just share what he's shared with me today? And maybe it'll be good news for, uh, the people that are part of our community. Um, in addition to what he said to us on Sunday. So, so that's what my, my plan to do is, uh, today. Uh, so anyways, I was thinking about that interaction with Peter. Um, three words kind of came to mind to me. Uh, and those three words, not very pleasant words, are uh, um, shame, guilt, and fear. Uh, shame is is kind of the emotion or the, the feeling that we have over our past, things that we've done before. Guilt is... <clears throat> sort of associated with things that were in our present or what we're doing. And fear, which can often be manifested in anxiety, is a, a, a sense, an unhealthy sense of the future, um, that we're afraid of what might happen or what we need to do or making sure that we get things right. Um, all those things can be uh, fear of the future. And as I was thinking about Peter with this whole, you know, he's sitting around a charcoal fire with Jesus, and um, he's got some stuff going on in his in his life and his heart. Um, if he looks, you know, not into his not too distant past, he sees the fact that he's denied Jesus three times, and so he could be feeling some shame around that. What does Jesus think about that? Is he going to welcome me back into his presence? Um, he could be feeling some guilt over the fact that he's chosen to go back to fishing. Uh, his, his profession of normal, normality, uh, normalcy, um, uh, instead of going fishing for men, which is what Jesus said his new calling would be way back when he first met Jesus. Um, and he could be feeling some fear, some anxiety over the future, not knowing what to do next. Um, not knowing where to go, how to start, what to do. And so he's, you know, he's paralyzed, which we said was why, you know, in all likelihood, he went back to the thing that gives him the most sense of, of what's normal, which is fishing. And um, 
when you think of, of shame, guilt, and fear, um, those can be three very paralyzing things. And, and I'm feeling those in abundance these days. I don't know about you, um, but my heart tends to bounce back and forth kind of like a ping pong ball uh, between each of those three things. And, um, and I love what, I think what Jesus does with Peter is such good news, and that's why I wanted to share it today is because when Jesus sits down with Peter and has this interaction with him, um, he doesn't look into Peter's past and say, what did you do? He doesn't play up the shame card and, and try to um, use shame as a way to make Peter get better. He just says, do you love me? And he looks, he, he, he doesn't look at Peter's present, what he's currently doing with the fishing and not catching anything. And, you know, uh, and he doesn't play on the guilt card. He doesn't come to him and say, what are you doing? He just says, do you love me? And then he doesn't look at Peter's future and say, hey, hey, you remember how I called you to be a fisher for men? Like, get your act together and figure this out. What are you going to do, Peter? What are you going to do? He just says, do you love me? So he, he doesn't ask the questions um, to identify or to pin Peter down according to his shame, guilt, and fear. He asks a question that releases him from all three of those things. And so Peter's probably wondering, like, is Jesus going to accept me even though I've failed him in the past? And Jesus doesn't ask him anything about the past. He simply asks him, do you love me now? Do you love me today? And he says, yes. He, um Peter might think that Jesus is going to try to pin him down, <clears throat> you know, in his guilt and and guilt him into doing, you know, choosing a better way. And he doesn't ask that. He just asks, do you love me? And Peter's answer is, yes, I love you today. And Jesus doesn't expect Peter to figure out the future or to use his fear or anxiety to whip him into shape or to make his, his life more effective or fruitful or take advantage of the situation that Peter's in. He just asks Peter, do you love me? And Peter says, yes. And then with each one of those things, Jesus affirms his presence with Peter, the fact that he has covered his shame, he is, he is meeting Peter, maybe in the midst of his guilt, and he is going to direct him for his future. And he simply says, here's what you do next. You feed my sheep. I can take your love for me, <clears throat> which is all I'm asking of you today, and I can turn it into the next good thing. And so just do the, the one thing that I'm calling you to do today based on the fact that you've affirmed your love for me. And I, I, that's such good news for me today um, because there are a million things going on in my mind. I'm thinking about, you know, the, the weeks leading up to today and <clears throat> whether or not I've been effective in those weeks. And, and if I'm not careful, I can fall into shame over those things. And Jesus isn't saying, hey, try to, try to make up for your past. He just asks, do you love me today? Do you love me today? And he's not, uh, he, he, he's not calling out my guilt <clears throat> 
to try to make me into a better person, to try to, um, um, you know, do something new today based on my guilt. Uh, he just asked if I love him. And then for the future, he doesn't expect me to figure it all out. <laughs> um, he just says, do you love me? And then feed my sheep. I'll show you who to love. I'll show you what to do next. You just keep asking that question of yourself and keep affirming the fact that you love me. And as you affirm your love for me, then I'll lead you into the future. So if you're in that same uh, place today, um, if you're like a ping pong ball that's bouncing back and forth between shame, guilt, and fear, uh, there's good news for you today. Uh, Jesus, all he's asking of you, he wants to meet you in the midst of those things, not to point them out, um, but to call you out, to get you to focus on his love for you and to confirm your love for him. And then as you do that, just listen for the one thing that he wants you to walk in, not to prove your love to him, but to, but to, to walk with him. He wants to lead you in a particular way today that, uh, will be both for your good and for good purposes. So anyway, I hope that encourages you. Um, we'll try to come back with uh, with some more thoughts. I've got some new thoughts about uh, future recordings, so uh, stay tuned, and uh, we hope you are well. Be safe and peace.